Welcome in to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace uh, Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Rumor on the street is that your old pal Eric Zane has once again earned the Cringe of the Week award on the world-famous Who Are These Podcasts show. Cringe of the Week is when something happens on a podcast that is awkward or generally sounds like fuck. Last time I won it, it was uh, from a best of show that I aired. In which I, um, from a live show on the radio to honor Veterans Day at the VFW, referred to empty beer cans in front of everybody as dead soldiers. This time, I don't know uh, what the uh, what was actually posted. I'm waiting to hear back from my source, who just dropped me a note. said, dude, you were cringe of the week again. Yeah, what for this time? I'm anxious to find out what I did. And then, you know, when that happens, I'm always like, I hope it's for something like that happened on a best of show. I hope, I hope it isn't something on a current show. And if it is something on a current show, when I say best of show, I mean like from the radio. Uh, and if it does happen from something that happens here, I hope it isn't something that I was actually—I actually knew that it was cringe-worthy when I did it. It's a horrible feeling. So now here I am, minutes before I start this show, and I find that shit out. Might as well just call that fucking moron right now, Carl. warn him i just put him on and he he laughs about that or gets annoyed i I don't know uh all right yo hey i'm podcasting i had a feeling i'm on the air right now huh of course course What's up? which is always the way we do it it's always just uh you 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 pop into my mind and then suddenly you're here i've talked to 30 people before it's okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh someone reached out to me and said that i was cringe of the week again <laughs> again this is this is twice now okay uh what did what happened i haven't heard it i don't know i don't even know what it is what was the cringe? Well, it's like a two-minute long clip, and you're freaking out about people in the chat room, <laughs> and you want to kick them out, but then you decide just to block them for a little while, put them in timeout. Right. And, uh, yeah, I guess people were getting under your skin a little bit. Oh, yeah, it was hideous. It's, uh, it, 
It's a real flaw of mine. I can't. I, I get so GD pissed off at it. There were so many potential drops in the rant where you say things like, uh, more of me and less of you will make a good show. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. So, oh, yeah, fuck. Chris and I, we're, we're just looking at each other like, that's a drop, that's a drop, that's a drop. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, live and learn. I um, <laughs> fucking terrible. Anything. I don't think, I don't think you have any regrets. I, I, you know what? I think that any moment from uh, any show is uh is 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 cringeworthy frankly i think it's just fucking the worst well honestly eric it's only because people nominate you yeah you I'm know not, i'm not going out right. trying to find things that you're doing wrong oh i know i know and that's and that's good that's good you know frankly it's all good for business okay um i now i am uh i'm making an appearance on who are these podcasts coming up on wednesday of next week correct that is right, and I did promote that. We're excited to have you back on the show. I have been working diligently. I have a lot of OP material to break down, and and uh, you know, in particular, I I tend to pick up on on, on very uh, uh, fine points about these people because you guys cover the broad strokes. But I I'm hitting on some really intricate things about OP that he does on uh, very regularly. That I've I've making I'm making some supercuts. Oh, good. Yeah, you're. I really think you're gonna like this. Something I picked. It's like two things that I picked up on from his episode when he's describing his experience with COVID. Well, I like your perspective on Opie because I don't have the radio background that you do. And Opie is a career radio guy. Oh. So I think you can bring some insights in that I'm maybe not picking up on. Okay, great. And then, um, but I, I don't yet have the show that you want me to cover that we're going to be covering on Wednesday. So whenever you get that, let me know. And then uh, I'm going to uh, start my homework. Yeah. It's funny that you ask me, hey, what are we going to be covering? I don't know what we're covering until like the day before because I can't spend that much time doing homework. I, I, I love that you're into it. And you're like, I want to start pulling clips and getting into it. But it's too much time, too much time ahead of time. Like you got to wait until it's like crunch time. I, time, then you do it. I, I t what I tend to do is I tend to listen to it during drive times. Like, let's say you give me a show to listen to. I'll listen to it during drive times and then pick up and like write timestamps. That's, that's the way I do it. Cause then I'm like, it's while I'm doing something else, you know, I don't like sit down to review it. I never do that. But that's why you're one of the best and people love you on who are these podcasts because you're absorbing the material. You're not just there trying to find the little nitpicky things. You're understanding the full body of work and then going in and precisely pulling out what we need to talk about. And that's why you're great. Carl, you're a good man. I appreciate uh, any time you give me. Awesome, buddy. All well, right. Thanks for the phone call. I got to get done editing this show and get it out so people can hear your cringe of the week. Indeed. And two two shows a week now on Who Are These Podcasts, correct? That's right, buddy. That's why uh, you're on the midweek show. Yep. We got the midweek show and then the normal show. And then, of course, the Patreon. It's just big things are happening. Uh, who Are These Podcasts? Whoarethese.com. And a new website. A new website for Carl. That's right, buddy. We have a, a huge uh, YouTube presence going now, so you can find that on our website or on YouTube, uh, the Who Are These Podcast channel, lots of video content. Okay, have a, have a great day. All right, buddy, you too. See ya. Carl from Who Are These Podcast, your old pal Eric Zane, Cringe of the Week. That is excellent. All right.
So, I talked to you about how um, two days ago I went over to the gym and uh, I've got these buddies, Team Knuckle Dragger, Knuckle Dragger, who um, they're like, hey, um, let's all wear the same outfits. And I know that seems super gay, but that's the way we're doing it. And uh, they said to me a couple days ago, look, we're going to wear. Uh, I re- they said blue bottoms, blue shorts, white top. The day of the workout, I called it because they sent a group text message out. Well, this is what I wore. And like, how did you do that? And I said, well, I went to the old messages and I, I read the wrong message. So took a picture, got a big laugh out of it. That ended. At the end of that day, right there, they said, all right. Um, so just so you know, we're going to tell you now, instead of a text, we're going to tell you what we're doing. Okay. What are we doing on the next day, which would be Wednesday. Uh, we are going with uh, gray shorts, black top. And I was excited because I don't always have the right colored shorts. Like, I don't have blue shorts. I have black shorts. I have red shorts. I have uh, 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 gray shorts. They go gray shorts, black top. And I'm like, awesome. Perfect. I walk in there yesterday and I stopped dead in my tracks because they're wearing a gray shirt and black shorts. Like what? Huh? And they go, what the fuck man? And I go, this is bullshit. You set me up. You, you did say gray shorts, black top. I still believe that by the way, the shirt I'm wearing there is nearly identical to the one I'm wearing right now. Uh, I don't work out in a shirt and then wear it again the next day. This is a separate shirt. That would be terrible. I'm like, holy shit. So they again insulted me. We took another picture and I'm like, okay, I, I know for a fact I did not fuck this up. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Embarrassing. More on the YMCA in just a little bit. Because something spectacular is going on. Just know this, that when my time ended at the Y, um, I went home and my wife was actually in the driveway in a chair waiting for me, just sitting there. And I go, what's up? She goes, uh, well, I'm, I'm ready to, to help you in the painting. And I go, oh, well, she means business. Now, if you don't know. I've got this painting project, which I'm painting the trim, um, uh, on the outside of the house. This is the one that's, this is the, uh, uh, I, I need to clarify something too, because I had Stefan Hyde over my house not long ago. And he said to, to fix the trim was going to, cause it's rotted wood in several spots. Now what I'm ultimately doing for not for this party that we're having Saturday is just painting it. 
painting actual rod, rotted pieces of wood just so it looks okay. Uh, kind of like, you know, Band-Aid over cancer. And then we'll worry about it after. Because Stefan said, everybody's backed up. There's, it's, it's hard to get materials. It's hard to get the work done. This is a big undertaking. Uh, and he threw a price at me. And um, I went, oh, my God. I had no idea that it's that expensive. He said, uh, Xander, fifteen dollars to $20,000, eh? Now, in my mind, um, I'm just, you just pull a piece of wood off and you put another piece of wood on. But to do the job right, there's more to it than that. And, but, uh, so I made fun of him on the show and, uh, it made it seem like he was screwing me, but he, he's not, he's talking about like composite materials and, and all sorts of various important things that need to happen if you want it done correctly. So when he said the 15 to 20,000, that's a professional, uh, top of the line, best of materials quote. And he confirmed this with other people in his industry. He's a professional. Okay. Um, now to the ham and egger like me and the guy who's working on my basement, Kyle, like, oh, fuck that. Just slap a couple pieces of wood up on there. Uh, c- cut into the bad part and seam it in. No big deal. It costs you nothing. It's a, it's an easy, it's a very inexpensive repair job. Okay. The guy, Kyle, in the basement, who's painting the basement and uh, and doing the finish work, he's like, $20,000, I can put an addition on your home. Well, this pissed off Stefan. And then I started laying it on, beating Stefan up over this. So I think Stefan, there was a, uh, a small degree of butt hurt because he called, he called me yesterday. He goes, oh, hey, Zayner. Yeah, Stefan. Okay, like I've been listening to you, eh? Uh, talking about me and the high price of the finish work, eh? Or the uh, trim work, yeah. And like I was gonna write out a long email, eh, about about uh about about that whole thing. But uh, you know what? I figured, uh, man to man, uh, just gonna call you, eh? So, uh, like here it is, you know. So he, I, I got the impression. <coughs> he wasn't taking kindly. And then my dad talked about him on Dear Meat. It says, that guy's ribbing you off. <laughs> so I, I I think that Stefan might, there might have been a degree of butthurt and concern that I was making him look like a ripoff scam artist. He's not. I wanted to make this clear because I don't want him upset. You know, the guy, is he has a, uh, uh, what do you call it? He's a, uh, contractor, he can't be having someone, you know, and he finished this room that I'm in. He did a lot of work for me. He's always been very helpful. So I wanted everybody to know that that was all just ball busting. I don't want you to believe that that's actually serious, that he's actually trying to forcibly bone me over his, uh, over his work. That is, that is not the case. So I just wanted that that out there because he did call. He didn't um he didn't like uh, he wasn't like yelling at me or anything like that. He was very cool about it. 
But it's just one of those things. So uh, yesterday, Diana's waiting in the driveway. I go to the hardware store to buy a paint hook, which I did not know was a fucking thing. I had bitched and moaned that going up and down that ladder, I, I, I would have, um, it's an extension ladder, and I'm, uh, I'm up 20 plus feet in the air. And uh, so swipey, swipey with the paint, go all the way down the ladder, dip the brush in, and that's what I'm doing. I'm going all the way up and down the ladder. And I, I kept thinking to myself, this seems impossible, but I only have two hands here. I can't, I don't want to be going up and down this ladder uh, without one hand on the ladder because I'm holding a paint can. And it was Melissa who pointed out to me that there's a product called a paint hook, which it just it just clips onto the handle of the bucket. And then it just, it just, the, the hook goes right on the rung of the ladder. And I'm like, well, what a, what an amazing invention that I did not know about. Am I the only person apparently who didn't know that a, uh, that, a, that, a, that a paint hook was a thing? My God, total game changer. Oh, wait, I got the damn thing uh, while I'm there. Diana's like, where are you? I go, I'm getting a paint hook. Okay, I'm waiting. I get home. Man, absolutely fantastic. I'll tell you this. Um, well, there was a little bit of a problem because I had just gotten back from the gym, so I had horrible body odor. My balls, my ass, everything smelled. And the flies, these tiny flies, they just love that. And so they're buzzing around my head. And I found myself like swiping at them, you know, and I'm like, you know, this is not the thing. This is not the place to be when you want to be swiping at, at I mean, that high up. And so while I'm up there, I'm thinking about you guys and I'm like, please don't fall. Don't fall. Take every precaution. Uh, just be extra careful. Jesus. If I fall, that would be just like my dad falling off ladders. And uh, I just, I just don't want that to happen. So I'm up there and I'm not looking down and uh, I, I'm scraping the wood. I get all the scraping done at this one particular spot. I'm not completely done yet. And then up I go with the paint can. Now, what I noticed when I first went up, the when I got the ladder, because I just bought, I bought the freaking ladder for this. Biggest ladder they had at the store. So um, I noticed that when you go up the ladder, it, it starts to like wiggle, like uh, as it gets completely extended. You know, it's almost like the stability is is uh, is less as you wander your way uh, up the ladder. And then as I'm going up and down yesterday, I started to get better at it. I didn't realize there was a skill set to going up and down a ladder. But I noticed that as I started to go up and down the ladder more that I was actually having, I was getting more confident and, and uh, moving in a more smooth matter, manner. I didn't seem like I was like uh, about to fall off the fucking thing every time. And then a few trips up and down. And I'm like, this is fucking sweet. I'm getting this shit. And then my fear left me. I've got my paint hook and uh, my can. And then I am way up there getting that shit done. And, oh, I, now I got the bug. Now I, I'm like, I, I feel my confidence. My confidence is at a high level, but not so much that I'm sacrificing my safety. And um, Diana, she's like, um, 
Her job is to just to sit there. She can uh, whatever. do. If she is going to do anything, it has to be right there. And she's like, can I leave? I go, no, you can't leave. If I fall, seconds are going to count. I'm going to be all over here bleeding out, and you're going to be inside playing Candy Crush. You can't leave. I need you as a spotter in case I fall. You got to call 911. This is serious shit. But uh, no, went off without a hitch. No problem whatsoever. I'm feeling good about that. This show, as you know, is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. And a lot of that coming up today. We've got uh, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. I went and visited him yesterday, of all things. So, uh, welcome. Hope you're having a good one. Sorry about the late start. Um, one of those things. A little slow today. But uh, so glad that you are here. If you are watching on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, uh, I'm about to... Uh, let you uh, let you loose, set you free. And uh, if you want the rest of the show, it's on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live or download the audio po- uh, podcast. Wherever you download podcasts, just search my name and then you will get that. Okay. So thank you so much for checking it out on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Facebook. And Twitch, brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. The Twitter feed, brought to you by Blue Frost IT, YouTube, brought to you by Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. All right. And as I indicated, you can always get the audio podcast wherever you download shows. I uh, posted something to Facebook yesterday that I'd like to uh, get into right now. You can see it right here. Star on the forehead if you can figure out the significance of this. It reads. It, it looks like times. The first time, 340. Second time, 338. Third time, 335. Guess in the comments. Answer on the Thursday podcast. P.S. Smartass responses. Welcome. Have at it. Dr. Jim Barry. The three actual times you pussied out trying to climb the extension ladder to fix paint your second story trim today. Aram. Potential minutes, seconds after the eight a after eight a.m. the podcast will start tomorrow. Well, that's timely. Tim K. The time on the clock today. Every time you opened another little Debbie snack cake. Alan McDonald of Scotland, Scotland. The numbers you have to enter on the island. Uh, and lost, he writes. I think he means uh, from the show Lost. Sarah, cheese sandwich, bowl of fruity pebbles, pebbles, three handfuls of peanut M and M's. Your three longest sexual encounters in minutes. Jared writes. 
Ben writes, I'll put money on that there are times. Okay, yes, all right. Jeremy Bartz, maybe correct answer. Your uh, times your kids were born or your best marathon times. Smart ass answer, time it takes for you to get it up now. Oh, God. Heather writes, the time it took you to swim a lap. Joshua, definitely half mile times. Mr. Ball might have some competition this year. Josh, times you attempt to start your voice over radio uh, work. Half mile repeats, quarter mile repeats. Gas prices today. Something to do with your run training. Thursday morning, sex talk starts with these times to beat. Come times of the average slightly overweight male, balding, hairy stomach, doesn't like kids. Gross. That was from Kyle Tiller at Dumpster Divers. Hopefully gas prices next week. The amount of times in between sex. Time you woke up last night to piss is like my favorite joke. But uh, Bus schedule of the damn gas prices get any higher. Well, a couple of them got it. They are half mile repeat times. Yesterday on the treadmill. Now, this is very early on in the training. There's a lot that can go wrong. In fact, training for the half uh, marathon with Mike Ball doesn't even officially start the 16-week training program till next week. Monday of next week is when it officially starts. Pre-training is going on now. As these workouts get long, weeks into the training, I'll be doing... uh, 10 half-mile repeats. 10. This is just three. So this is nothing to write home about. No, 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 no. And the time that I need to be doing them in is faster than the times you see here. 3 minutes, 40 seconds, 3.38, 3 minutes, 35 seconds. Which, by the way, they were all negative split, and those are descending times, which is the way you want to do it. You know, I'm very knowledgeable on these things. Need to be three minutes, 24 seconds. Getting there. Getting there. One week at a time, one workout at a time. But I felt good. I felt strong. Light on my feet, lighter on my feet. And um, it just didn't seem like as much of an absolute abortion with the with uh, with with the workout. It just felt great. Um, so if I can manage to keep those times around three minutes twenty four seconds, which I know it doesn't seem like a lot if I'm hitting three thirty five, like nine seconds, that's a lot. That is a lot. But if I'm even in the ballpark, by the time I get to those deep workouts in training for my race against Mike Ball, then I will have a shot to unseat the king and take him down. And if you don't know, there's money on the line. There'll be a spot for you to go and bet you drop a handful of dollars, and that allows you to make a bet. That'll be to the AT Children's Project. That's what we're doing here. We're raising money. Let's say you pick Mike Ball. Let me back up. Let's say you pick me. 
and your time is closest by the margin of victory, you will win um, $300. Second closest, $200. Third closest, $100. Mike, though, is so confident that he's going to win that he is doubling the purse. So on his end, he will be paying $600. Like if I would, like if, um, if he wins, I'm paying out the prize. If I win, he is paying out the prize. And he's so confident that I won't win that he's offering double the prices. Sorry, Bruce, I just kicked Bruce in the face. $600 to the uh, best time or closest. Uh, $400 second place, $200 third place. All right. So that's what's up. Um, when I got home, I mean, when I finished the workout, I, I jumped on the scale because it's always kind of like a mental boost because uh, I'm pretty dehydrated. Uh, sitting pretty at 175 pounds. Uh, then went home and uh, Diana had gone to uh, Uccello's earlier in the day and she brought home this chicken parm oh my god so i was starving when i got home and then didn't even go inside got on the ladder painted my ass off nine o'clock i walk in the house and i go let's eat and holy shit do they give me a lot of food and uh it vanished quickly. I was actually concerned about barfing uh, because right after that, brushed my teeth, went to bed. Uh, not before, but before that, uh, two or three handfuls of M&Ms as usual and uh, off to bed. I think if I can ever manage to stop binging like a fucking bulimic, um, it would be so much better for me. But my God, do I love to eat. It even had, um, like, the uh, loaf of Italian bread that came with it, like a baguette, with its own little uh, thing of olive oil with cracked pepper in it. Just put it on the plate and just, oh, God. So much food. So fantastic. Oh, wonderful. So that's where I am right now. Uh, yesterday on the Patreon bonus podcast, boy, we touched on a lot of fun things. One of the things I talked about was how a world famous podcaster is now signed up on Patreon. And I want you to join that world famous podcaster that I interviewed. I got a hold of him and talked to him on the Patreon. Boy, that was uh, fantastic to see, to get the support from a world famous podcaster on the Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. For five or ten bucks a month, you get more podcasting every single day. Every single day. So do it. Sign up uh, for a five or ten dollar donation, and I give you a ton of extra material. In fact, today I have to finish doing the Insane Asylum and then post that for you. that, And then uh, send that up north to uh, Northern Michigan's Q100 uh, part of the 15 plus hours of programming on my Patreon, five or 10 bucks a month. Just try it out. Just try it out for one month, five bucks or 10 bucks for that month. And if you like it, you can let it ride month to month or convert it to a one yearly subscription 
and I'll save you 10%. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The open and live stream of this show brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Okay, so here you are. The economy is uh, kind of uh, in a little bit of flux. Inflation, gas prices. All of a sudden, you've got credit card debt. And here's the thing. The credit card interest rate has gone up. And first of all, you should never have a balance on a credit card. Okay. Sometimes though, you, you have to do this. You, okay. It's either I, I pay for this now with this credit card or, you know, whatever. Uh, but keeping that balance on there month to month is costing you a lot of money. So the suggestion is rather than paying 20 plus percent interest month to month on that balance, let's say it's a $5,000 balance, you know, Get the money out of your home and pay five and a half percent interest and pay off that balance on the credit card. That's a smart move. And you're getting that because you have equity in your home. That is the home's value has gone up quite a bit recently. So you can take advantage of that. And if uh, your plan was to pay it off quickly anyway, well, you can you can do it that too, but do it through your home. Mario has all the details on this. Reach out, 231-332-6505, no matter where you are in the U.S., with the exceptions of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. Okay. The show needs more of me and less of you. (laughs) All right. A&E Heating and Cooling, Senor Martinez. Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Reach out to Joe. And uh, if you're having any problems with your AC setup during these hot, hot months, he will help you out. If you got to install a brand new, if you have to install a brand new air conditioning setup, he will utilize the Comfort Maker brand of air conditioners and or furnaces. That is the best in the business. They are the best in the business. And my gosh, you will save money. Go ahead and get a couple of... um, Estimates from other companies have had it. And then don't tell Joe about that. Uh, you can get your own estimate from Joe and then it'll uh, just say to him, hey, buddy, um, these guys beat you. He will take care of that and he will make sure that uh, his uh, estimate is lower than the other guys. Mention me along the way. Thank you. Joe Martinez, A and E. Heating and cooling. Yeah. Um, tell you what. Yesterday, I um, went over to see uh, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. At his new office, his new digs. And um, when he gets in here, I want to bring this up. He dumpster dived. Because uh, actually he did a junk removal on a place where a person was living in an apartment. And uh, the story goes like this. The guy was living there and he was a huge fan of um, uh, role-playing games, kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, similar style. And, uh, but the type where um, not only are you, are you reading from the text of the game, but it has a, uh, actual figurines of the characters. 
So this is some shit that usually a guy who's single lives with his mom, uh, plays with these things and then like masturbates on them in his own time, uh, when he's away. But, uh, he has this guy who left it there at this apartment. He bugged out. He owed the landlord rent. He just left. Um, this was one of the things left behind. So Kyle got his hands on it, cleaned the jizz off of them. And now he's trying to unload them to someone who wants these types of things. There's even like a game of Thrones game in there. I mean, perfect condition too. And, um, side note, the guy who bought them and then left, he became a woman, not even kidding. Like he went through the whole deal, took the drugs, got his ding dong, uh, uh, put inside of him. I think that's how they do it. Remarkable. Anyway, um, uh, Kyle is trying to unload these, uh, adventure games. If that's your thing, if you're into these types of things, I'm going to actually have him give me more information when I, when I get him on here, you can, you can fucking buy these things off him. I think he just, he just wants to get rid of them. He went to a house where a guy, um, uh, all he did was smoke cigarettes and drink Budweiser and Coca-Cola. And then he would throw the bottle into the other room. Kyle did a junk removal where he went in and had to get all of those bottles out. And I walked into the office and there is a mountain of bottles in bags. We're talking hundreds, if not thousands of dollars in bottles there, which he got rid of. And then they're obviously, it's like a fuck that Seinfeld episode. They have to return them. <laughs> so he will be joining us in just a bit. Bad day. If you are a fan of uh jewel vaping, this is weird. I guess the FDA is saying uh, that, they, that that those products are coming off of the store shelves. All right. Now, I remember when vape products hit, the big thing was you can quit smoking if you utilize this product. Now it's like, no way, this is bad for you. It's in the U.S. The Wall Street Journal reporting the ban comes after a two-year review. News Ace Kyle Mitchell is in studio tonight with how a doctor and a local group are responding. Kyle? Sue and Brian, e-cigarettes have been a concern for years, and doctors are encouraged the FDA is taking a closer look at the devices. It's a device becoming all too common in local high schools. Estimates are that 20% of our high school youth are vaping. The Wall Street Journal says devices made by Juul will soon be banned from store shelves. I think it's been a long time coming. I think it's a very important step. Vicki Cavanaugh, a member of the West Michigan-based TalkSooner.org team, says the order sends a message about the dangers of the devices, especially to children. Uh, here's the message it's sending. Um, we'll ban these because they don't give a lot of money to political lobbyists. Uh, cigarettes are fine. <laughs> these jewel products though, we're going to get rid of these. Nicotine is a very addictive drug. So I think it's, it's a very positive step that the FDA has. Make no mistake. Vicki Cavanaugh here. She would love if cigarettes would be banned. 
and whatever. Okay. My opinion is if anyone is concerned with public health, you don't ban vape products. You ban cigarettes, right? I mean, if I had to choose between one product or the other, I think I'm going to choose the vape product over a cigarette. Has decided to make this move. I mean, if I'm worried about my health, you know? The ban on reusable flavored e-cigs was also seen as an encouraging sign for lung doctors who say they were being used to get a new generation addicted. It's the big encouraging the way, sign for lung doctors. In this clip here that they show of the kid who's vaping. The ban on reusable. Is there anything worse than black fucking nail polish? My God. It looks like shit. It just looks like you stuck your fingers up your ass. And this kid is got really needs a, uh, a, a, a fucking Manny too. God, come on, man. Flavored e-cigs was also seen as an encouraging sign for lung doctors who say they were being used to get a new generation addicted. It's the big tobacco playbook that's been used for decades. Big tobacco being used again by a new product. Dr. Shelley Schmidt, a pulmonologist with Spectrum Health, says many adult patients she treats started vaping in their teens and suffer from serious health problems. We see everything from increasing cough, chest tightness, shortness of breath, worsening asthma symptoms, and inability to, um, to perform typical uh, sports or exercise tolerance, all the way up to lung inflammation, and lung inflammation that can be so severe to become life-threatening, requiring life support. She says the best approach is to stop the problem before it develops into a lifelong habit. Especially when they're younger and they first get chest tightness or shortness of breath, quitting is it can handle most of the issue. But if we get to a point where we are having trouble with recurrent infections, worsening asthma, then then patients really need to see a physician. Groups like Talk Sooner think a ban on Juul alone doesn't go far enough. Our youth have moved on to disposable e-cigs, so I think that would be the next thing that we need to work on. Still no comment tonight from Juul, which has previously denied marketing to children. An announcement on the ban on Juul devices is expected within the next several days. All right. Um, a little bit about this. Because I've uh, kind of got mixed feelings about it. I mean, all right. There's something uh, that's dangerous about it, obviously. I just find it a little bit hypocritical that... Cigarettes aren't a problem. Ha 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 Oh my God. As I say that, Stevie sends a picture of her disgusting black fingernails. And it says, hi, asshole. Ugh. God. Fucking gross. Don't do that. Put Red. Anything but black. You look like a fucking filthy whore. Holy shit. <laughs> High asshole. Um, they, I thought that they had already banned like the fruity kind. But now, um, there, this thing is, um, the, the move to ban Jules e-cigarettes. Follows a two-year review of the Vaping Powerhouse's application seeking authorization to continue selling non-fruit-flavored products. 
I thought that uh, you, when you when you vape, it's a it's a great alternative to quitting smoking. I don't know. Advocates of these nicotine delivering devices say they can help adult smokers kick the habit of smoking cigarettes or using other tobacco products. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, ultimately, if you want to quit tobacco, you you should, you mean, uh, quit everything. I guess you're 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 replacing one habit for the other. So I don't know if I necessarily buy it's it's a great alternative, but to me it all boils down to if you're really concerned about public health, I mean, all right, that's the low hanging fruit. The only reason why people are able to be successful in doing that is because uh, they don't have the sway the uh, vaping industry, as does the tobacco industry. In 2020, the FDA required all e-cigarette and vaping companies to submit applications to continue marketing products. The agency also banned fruit and mint-flavored juice pods used in e-cigarettes and vaping products, a ban that did not apply to menthol and tobacco-flavored products. In September, the FDA banned the sale of hundreds of thousands of vaping and electronic cigarette products, but did not rule on Juul, which came under fire for its appeal to youth vapors. Well, how is that their fault, though? They just put the product out. If kids happen to gravitate towards it, what the fuck? We've always wanted uh, smoke or steam coming out of our faces. I remember when I was a kid, I used to think it was so fucking cool to go and get uh, candy cigarettes on a cold day and go outside and act like I was smoking. I was like, yeah, man, I can't wait until I can grow up and start puffing. It's just, it makes you look cool. That's how you get laid. If you want these kids to get laid like normal kids, they're going to need to be vaping. The FDA's potential removal of Juul products, rejecting the company's application to sell menthol and tobacco flavored products is long overdue. Said so-and-so from the American Lung Association, Juul is largely responsible for the youth vaping epidemic. I don't know, man. All right. If you say so. Kyle from Dumpster Divers in just a second. Irvine's Auto Repair. Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV 616-532-6600. Uh, European, domestic, Asian vehicles, everything but Volkswagens, uh, specializing in hybrids and EVs. You know, the big EV trend, if you have a problem with that, the dealerships uh, take those vehicles to Irvine's. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Part of the West Michigan landscape. They have a car show coming up August 25th, just over two months away. I will be there for it. That will be awesome to help the folks at CASA. 616-532-6600 if you need any help uh, getting your vehicle fixed. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Looking for a new car or certified pre-owned car? Sarah Honda Granville. S-E-R-R-A Honda Granville.com. Check out the inventory online. You can get a new car. You can get it at Sarah Honda. When you go in, mention my name to either Thad or Cameron. Uh, Tons of uh, inventory certified pre-owned on the lot for you to check out if that's your thing. Otherwise, 
uh, in the market for a uh, a brand new car. There, there, there's a couple more hoops to jump through in order to get one. Uh, basically, they show up on the truck, the car carrier. They haul them off. They prep them, and then they're gone by the end of the day. So you might be like, well, I want a new uh, Accord Hybrid. Well, the next load's coming in in two weeks. Okay, I'll take the red one. Sarah, Honda, Granville.com. All right. As we welcome in uh, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Say hello to him. Hey, you there? I hear him. I think I hear him. This is always so stupid every time. Hey, hey, what's up? Uh, can you hear? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah we can hear you, buddy. Hello? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, uh, okay. Let me fucking pause Zoom so I can't. All right, <laughs> I'm legal. What do you mean? You're legal. I'm too, I don't fucking know. Dude. I'm, I'm, I'm legal to talk. Let's do this fucking thing, baby. And you can hear, you can hear me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, somewhat cutting in and out a little bit, but I can hear you. Yeah. Uh, now you're on Wi-Fi. Sometimes that happens. So, uh, welcome to you. How, uh, how's your day going so far? Not not too fucking bad, dude. Um, yesterday, I uh, I struck one of the biggest deals of all time, um, and so today is fucking starting off good. Here's what I did: um, we're fucking dropping off a bunch of dumpsters to a company called Crispack. Um, I don't know. I don't know exactly. What they do, I guess probably. I don't know exactly what they do, but they do this fucking campaign thing where they get a bunch of uh candy away they, they package a bunch of candy and do some shit but they throw away all the candy wrappers for it so on like dumpster number four, i told uh Alex, which i was dealing with i was like oh, fucking you guys gotta start paying us in candy dude and, and so she hooked us up with a whole big ass box of candy and so daddy's been snacking this morning which is why it's a good morning dude. Um, all right. Uh, just a word to the word, uh, just a little warning. It, the, the internet at your place, is a little wonky. So the sound is cutting out to some degree. It's not, it's almost terrible. Oh, fuck dude. It's, I think we can survive, but it seems to be maybe back off your microphone a little bit. And I don't know why that is, but for some reason I have a theory that it just might be cutting out because you might be sending too much power down the line so if you can turn down your level to some turn down your level to some degree how, how does that sound it sounds fine but uh, it, uh time will tell fucking dude <laughs> oh shit it's total shit damn it dude wait well I'm gonna say maybe I could just go back to my desk. I I sat over here because so the light wouldn't turn off. But maybe I should go sit back at my desk, dude. Uh 
Well, I'm not sure. I just know that this is nearly impossible. So you, your options, your options are go back to your, go back to your desk or call me on the phone. I don't know if you can, can you, can you haul all that shit over there? I mean, I'm a fucking try, dude. Yeah. It's, uh, it sounds like such shit that I, I kind of hate you. I visited Kyle yesterday at uh, Dumpster Divers in Wyoming. I was concerned about being shot. He's in the middle of this horrible neighborhood. All sorts of road construction. This is good TV. Is it better? It is better. Yeah, you are. You are. You are no longer allowed to do the show. Uh, from the stupid couch. Yeah. Oh, it's still. <laughs> okay. Now it, if it starts to act up again, we're just going to have to power through. I won't, I won't, okay. I won't tell you if it acts up again. Well, that, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but damn, dude, I left my fucking candy over there, but that's all right. Let's power through dude. Um, when I visited you, I, uh, I told the audience about the, uh, role-playing games that you have. Yeah. I know. Guys, I got fucking, there's a, I got a bunch of games of Zombicide. It's like, a, I don't know. They got like different seasons, I guess, or different versions of it and shit. So there's one called Zombicide, if anybody likes to play that. And then there's one called fucking uh, The Others. Then there's uh, one called fucking uh, like the Game of Thrones one. Go get it. And, uh, go. I tell you what. Dungeon ones. Go get. Go get the Zombicide and the Game of Thrones ones. I want you to hold it up so people can see this shit. All right, hold on. I'll yeah. Be back. Run over there and it's grab some it. Funny shit. Run over there and get it. <clears throat> oh fuck! What a train wreck. Sounds like shit. Yeah. This, part of me is like, yeah, you're gonna have to get like a hardwired line or something in there. The fuck is going on there? Uh, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Hey, I think he's saying the word fucking more than normal today. Like normally he swears quite a bit, but today's exceptional. It's more today than than it has been in the past. All right. Can't possibly take that long. There. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Are you, uh, oh, yeah. this all, I'm back. this all happened because of a junk removal from some guy who was becoming a woman. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, so yeah, we went to the, this apartment and, uh, the property manager was like, he had to show up. We had to use the freight elevator. And this elevator was from the fucking 1800s, you know, so he had to, like, do manual shit. It was pretty crazy. But, um, yeah, he was, like, they were cleaning out that fucking uh, apartment. And he was, like, showed us a picture. Like, there was a picture on, like, the, of, like, the whole family. Bunch of, 
for sure. Bunch of bunch of whites that had tons of money. You could just tell. But then he showed us which person lived in the apartment, and then he was like, "Yeah, this, uh, that's," and I can't remember his, the name. But now he is, and then, and uh, he just told us the whole story. And uh, so yeah, you could tell that some shit went down in the fam once he Daruski. Uh, <laughs> And uh, so then he fucking, yeah, must have had some kind of crisis and just laughed, dude. So this is like, this one is one of the side ones, right? Um, got a bunch of shit on it. Uh, there's, I don't know, there's like, five, I have like four of these, like a bunch yeah. of expansion packs yeah. and shit. No, that's all, that's all the little figurines and shit in there, right? Yeah, yeah, they got the figurines and like a board and a bunch of fucking hey. like Monopoly type shit on it. Hey, I'm gonna call you on the phone. I, all right, yeah, let me uh Yeah, it's impossible. It sounds like shit. The whole thing is terrible. I don't know what to do. Who doesn't keep their phone with them all the time? Are you serious? Yeah, I can't. We can't do it. All right. Hello. Hey. Yeah, dude. Fucking. I'm getting pissed with the internet around yeah, here, turn dude. Your, uh, turn your uh, mic down. Oh, shit. How's that? Uh, all right. All right. Much, much better. Yeah, now it sounds now it sounds perfect. Go ahead and talk. To my, my bad, guys. Dude, fuck the internet, dude. Fuck Bill Gates, dude. Hey, it's okay. It happens. Yeah, it's not the end <laughs> of the world. Um, all right. So you got the games there, and uh, you also have an old antique sewing machine, the kind that's manually operated. You like move the thing with your feet. God, I, I'm telling you, that thing looks great. It, it, have you posted that to your uh, Facebook page? Yeah, posted it. Uh, no hits yet, but hey, does, does anybody out there want to fucking? It's a antique. It's Singer. That's the brand. Um, fucking. It's nice, dude. It's got the sewing machine right in there. You just got yeah. You pump that fucking foot thing, and you can sew. Dude. Yeah, it works. Um, it actually works. Yeah, and so I looked it up. This puppy, it, you have to restore it, obviously, to make it look all nice and shit, because it's like it looks old, forever. right? Yeah. But those those some bitches, those are, they're like seven hundred, eight hundred bucks online. So I'm just trying to sell the damn thing for one fifty. So if anybody wants a uh, a fucking old sewing machine, I got a deal for I, you. Dude. You're you can gonna make some cash off that's, of that. That's that's a that's a hell of a deal. That is uh that's you know that's a type of thing where um you hear on the like CBS evening news in three years that someone bought it off you for one fifty, and that that's actually Betsy Ross's. So that like, she actually made the first fucking flag on that thing, you know? Right. Like that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what crosses my mind. That seems like the type of thing that like, uh, on that fucking garbage picker TV show that, uh, uh, something ridiculous, amazing comes of that. So, I know. I need to fucking. I should fucking figure it out. Have you ever been on the phone with a customer and said "fucking" and you didn't mean it, and you went, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> um, not on the phone, but like you know, when you do like junk removals and shit, and like if you're there for a while and you kind of get to know the person, 
and you figure out like you know who they are and kind of like what they're all about. Yeah. And if they're a pretty cool person, yeah, I just you fucking just start talking about whatever. You start <laughs> dropping some f bombs. You fucking you just try to. I try to like become people's friends, dude. That's how you get good ass fucking Google ratings and stuff, dude. You just you try to like become their friends and just party, dude. All right, Kyle. Um, in addition, uh, you've got some bangers and things you want to discuss. It might be on your mind right now. Now that we've gotten you uh, squared away on the sound, uh, what's going on that you'd like to discuss? Yeah, dude. Tons of shit. So yeah, did, could you guys hear me when I was talking about all that candy? Yes. All right, so yeah, that I just that was one of the that was a big deal, dude. That was the fucking that's a lot of fucking candy they gave us, dude, and it's all free, and it just makes the office fucking nice. Oh, and then hey, you wanted to talk about the fucking um, the cans, right? Yes, I talked. Well, I did. Uh, I did touch on a little bit that the guy uh, when you got all the Budweiser and the Coke cans, now you're just going there and returning them a little bit at a time, right? Yeah, dude, I, I'm pretty sure Myers has, like, rules where you can't just do it all at once because they'll fucking not give you the money or whatever. Right. But, um, yeah, so I don't know, dude. It was, like, a crazy, as I was explaining to you yesterday, like, this dude, like, an old dude. I'm telling you, so if anybody out there is wondering, like, you, as, I don't know, I guess I don't know what you would characterize it as, but I, as a person, I'm at baseline. I'm, I'm considered a romantic, so, like, a lot, there's like a lot of different styles of people out there, whatever. But I'm a romantic, which means like when I fucking think of stuff, I like kind of put myself in the situation and like ro- you know romanticize the idea, right? So this junk removal um, was a fucking just old dude, right? And he, <laughs> you could his wife had died and he was just fucking just an old bachelor, right? So yeah. Uh-huh. This is what I'm saying. You kind of romanticize the idea. And like, like right now, you know, I have a kid, you know, I'm, I'm married, you know, I'm like, I'm like living like the, uh, life, I get, you know what I mean? Like what you do, but this fucking guy was like towards the end. Right. And he was like, dude, fuck it, dude. He's like, I'm gonna fucking smoke cigs all over this fucking house. Nobody can tell me what to do. I'm going to drink a bunch of fucking chocolate milk all over this house. No one's going to tell me what to do. And I'm going to drink Coke and Budweiser. And like, that was the three, like the three things he drank, dude. And just smoke those cigs and just trash the fucking place, dude. Yeah, didn't, you, um, didn't you describe it as the, he'd get done with a bottle of milk, he'd just throw the bottle, he'd just throw the Coke bottle, throw the beer bottle, everywhere. Yeah, dude, it was, he was a, it was like the house was dirty, right? Like, not hoardery, not, not like a hoarder, I wouldn't say, but, um, like, some areas were pretty fucking dirty. But then, like, yeah, so he had all the cans and bottles and shit like that. But now they did fill up like basically like a whole room, but they were bagged, which was weird. You know what I mean? Like you would think that if you were going to fucking do that and like kind of like pile shit up that you would just fucking toss them in there. But right, yeah, they right. bagged them. So that was pretty cool. So now you're in there uh, uh, putting the uh, things through the to get the, the 10 cents back. Do any of them have, are they any of them full of cigarettes? No. No, they're all, yeah, they're all clean or whatever. Um, you could tell some of the fucking, um, like, Budweiser cans are old as fuck. And then, like, you know, Myers is like, oh, we don't accept these now. I'm like, fuck you guys, dude. Just take the fucking things. It's aluminum, dude. Just take them. Okay. All right. So that was, uh, that, that was a, boy, the adventures you go on when you just, when you have these junk removals, that's like, that's like part of it. You know, what, what are you going to, what, what's going to unfold before your eyes? Yeah, dude. That was actually another thing I was going to talk about. We did fucking, well, I did. Um, I did one the other day. What day is it today? Thursday. So on Tuesday, I did one. 
And um, so a guy, one of our guys uh, couldn't be there, right, to the, that day. Um, he usually works on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but couldn't. And so that meant that I had to do a little fucking logistics master class. And um, so I had Tony, who you met, uh, yes. drop me off at the junk removal with a dumpster. And so I was just there by myself, no truck, just fucking crossing waters. It was, and it was like 98 that fucking day, dude. It was nuts. But, um, so it was just all in the garage. So, um, the guy was out there shooting the shit with me. We were having a good time. But a lot of the fucking stuff I was throwing in that dumpy, um, they, it was like, uh, demolition type stuff. So there was like, uh, you know, like two by fours, like some framing pieces or whatever. Right, right. So I threw one in there and, um, it was like super fucking hot. So, you know, like, the different stages of like heat exhaustion or whatever, uh, where like when you first, you first start getting a little hot, like you're still in a pretty good mood, but like, you're just starting to be like, man, fuck this dude. And, um, so I was like right there. Right. So while I was thinking about, you know, fuck this, I wasn't paying attention to this nail that was like sticking out of one of the, the wood and it fucking caught my leg pretty big time. And, um, <laughs> You know, which is like usually like no big deal, whatever, but it was a pretty fucking deep cut. But because of the logistics, you know, like life's a balance, right? So while I logistically masterminded the whole day, um, I gave up the access to a first aid kit. <laughs> <laughs> so here I fucking am, right? And I'm just like, I just got to let this fucking thing bleed, dude. You know what I mean? Whoa. Like let it bleed, keep all the fucking uh, bacteria out of there, you know, by... And so, um, eventually like it kind of stopped or whatever and like all dried up, but it looked like I had been shot. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, yeah. It was, it was fucking nuts. You dude. didn't, uh, you couldn't just like stop and, uh, put some direct pressure on it or anything like that or. Well, I mean, it wasn't like, uh, I mean, it wasn't like one of those movies where like people get caught in the woods and oh, they always okay. break their leg and shit. And like, shit. The, you know, it wasn't like two hours later and I was like, just go on without me. You know what I mean? Like I was. I was all right. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, uh, rusty nail. Is this the old tetanus shot thing? Yeah. You, you, you no, I, it was weird. I, I did check the nail, um, and it was just the nail looks pretty new or whatever. But, you know, then I got home, and I fucking, I used hydrogen peroxide like a motherfucker on it, and I cleaned it out pretty good. So we're good. We're good now. All right. What else is on your mind? Well, I did want to mention this is another badass part, right? So the reason that those people were cleaning out that house is their dad lived there, right? And this fucking dude is 97, they said, right? Just lives by, just, you know, like, not in a home, just living by himself or whatever. Was in, like, World War Two, like, kind of just like a badass dude. Just, like, 97 just goes, I ain't going to no fucking home, dude. I'm living in my house, yep, baby. Yep, yep. That is, uh, you know, my uncle just did that. He wasn't nearly that old, but he was 80, and they tried to convince him to go into an old folks home. And he's like, like that. I'm just staying here, and I'm going to die here, and that's the end of it. That's badass. That's the way to fucking do it, dude. No, I'm with him. No, that's 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 pretty cool. So I did, um, so check this out, Eric Zane. Um, hold on, let me find it now. Um, you know what, and I, I'm going to have to fucking call you after this. I need you to teach me how to Zoom zoom people in to when I do the Chibian show and shit, because I got to fucking do it, dude. But, oh, that's easy. Yeah, I know. That. I just got to figure it out, because 
I got like people like reach out like, oh, I want to be on, on the show. Well, wait like, oh, a minute. Now you want to be on the show. I keep getting to these, uh, like, uh, I hear from people just like around. They're like, oh, I was yeah. talking to this person and they saw your show and they fucking hate it. And I'm like, okay. Do you I'm do, like, but, but, but you use Restream, don't you? Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, there's a, there's a very easy thing to do. I'll, I'll walk you through it. Oh, yes. Um, so check this out, Eric Zane. Um, this, this story, I just read this story this morning. It fucking made me laugh, right? So the headline of this story is, and maybe you read this already, 6,000 bees removed from inside wall of Omaha couple's home, right? So that's what caught my attention because I fucking hate bees, dude. I don't know if you guys knew this about me, but, um, when I was like, oh, what the, I think it was the summer of 97, dude, I was eight years old. And um, that summer, I just had, like, the worst luck with bees that you could ever imagine. Like, I got stung, like, ten fucking times, dude. <laughs> and, I mean, it, it got to the point one time I fucking just put on my shoe and there was a fucking bee in there and it fucking just stung me. Like, I'm telling you, like, that's the luck I had that summer. So I fucking hate bees, dude. Yeah, okay. Don't, um, don't like bees, even though we absolutely need them in the environment. You, It makes you happy when bees are dead. No, I... I did, and you're right. We do fucking need the cocksuckers. I get that. But <laughs> keep your fucking stinger to yourself, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, what a what a what a ridiculous creature they are. The fact that, you know, they're there just doing their thing. Most people don't want to fuck with them. And uh here they are, you even do anything to disturb them and they and they hurt you. Fucking A. Yeah. And then there's all sorts of other creatures similar like the fucking hornet and the wasp, and they're just assholes. And uh, even worse, you know, so honeybees, I think, are reasonably uh, 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 docile, I think. It's the other asshole ones that yeah, actually dude, have those a fucking, fucking wasp. Dude. Yeah, so I'm, I'm primarily talking about wasps, but, you know, that's what humans do. We fucking we classify things all in the same, even though they're not. Right. But, yeah. So anyways, I'm reading this story, right? And like in my head, I'm like, wait a minute, dude. How can fucking 6,000 bees get in your house? And like, you wouldn't know, right? Now listen to the name of these motherfuckers. And, and then I already knew. Thomas and Mary Lou, that was their name. So you know these motherfuckers are old as hell, dude. And they just couldn't fucking hear them, dude. <laughs> and it says like, um, they infiltrated, blah, blah, blah. They infiltrated the house. And then it goes, the, the, the guy goes, yeah, you know, like, if you just put your ears to the wall, you could hear some buzzing. And I'm like, these motherfuckers, dude. These old, these, they're just old-ass people, dude. They just had 6,000 bees in their fucking wow. walls. No idea. Barely hear them. You're right. That's probably what it was. That's how I feel about it, dude. Yep, yep. So then they have to rip out the walls, get the bees out of there. And they, they can't actually kill the bees. I mean, I, I don't think you can. Maybe you can. I mean, what would you do? Oh shit! You know, right? You're right. They probably got to use those fucking those big ass, like kind of shot back things yeah, and suck them got, into yeah, like a bee containment gotta, yeah, facility. You, <laughs> yeah, you got just seriously. You, you like, gotta um, you gotta call some asshole for like a thousand dollars an hour, and to gently remove them, and then he takes your money, and then he sells the bees. He makes. I mean, tell you what, talk about dude. a fucking career thing. Talk. You guys could branch out dumpster divers and bee removal. Dude, that'd be kind of, that'd be kind of sick. Well, no, I mean, 
Yeah, we had to get those fucking those suits that you wear. Where it looks yeah, like you're you about would. to go on the moon. You'd have to but, get um, you'd have to get some suit action and uh, some some uh, so, some toys that go along with it. But uh, tell you what, dude, to- Tony can lead up. Yeah, model, Tony can lead up uh, B removal. You know. Hell yeah! I actually I do like that idea because well I don't but I do because <laughs> if you can make money doing it and then make money on the backside, that's how it's done if you're not a rich person already did you just say i like that idea well i don't but i like that idea (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) all right well um that's that's what makes you so special uh what else do you have kyle um well let me i fuck i had one more thing to talk about um oh fuck what was it dude um, three. Oh, you know what? It was going to be about paintball, but the fucking yeah. Paintball got oh, moved, I forgot. So. Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, Rick. That the, he's uh, he has COVID, and I I actually want to get him on because uh, well, I guess I should first make sure how he's doing because who knows? He might be on his deathbed. You know. Uh, uh-huh. but, uh, I, I don't know if he's an anti-vaxxer. He might be vaxxed. Are you vaxxed? You're, you're vaxxed, right? Me? No, I'm not vaxxed. You're not vaxxed? No, nah, dude. What the fuck is wrong with you? I, nothing's wrong with you. I use the apple cider vinegar, baby. Oh, oh <laughs> dear God. All right. Yeah. So yeah, paintball's out and it, it, we will reschedule those. So thank you for reminding me about that. I hadn't talked about that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Cause I, 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 myself. As, as Kyle Tiller, I got the, the go-ahead, so I can go. I know that for sure. Still trying to get fucking Tony down yeah. to go. Um, and Amelia, we'll, we'll see where Amelia is at the time. I don't know if I mentioned, I think I mentioned to you, he bought a house and he's trying to, like, fix it up and stuff real fast. So yep, yep. His, he leaves whenever he can these days and um, goes over there and tries to fix it up so he can move move there, basically. All right. Well, Kyle, I, I tell you what, we made it. We powered through. We got this done. Dude, yeah, I'm going to buy the fucking, I'm going to go to the, the guy that owns the building. I'm like, dude, listen, you got to, we got to, well, now the cash of that is that we don't have to pay for the internet. So that is pretty fucking nice, but it still should fucking work. And I know that's a first world problem, but you know, I feel like the internet should work. If oh, you yeah. Get it, you know? Yeah. I can't, it, it was so bad. I was like every other word I could hear. I was like, Oh God, this is horrible. Can't do it. All right. I know. I hate that. Okay. Thank you. All right. Love you guys. See ya. Kyle from Dumpster Divers, Dumpster Divers, LLC, uh, dot com. Maureen says my five-year-old grandson got his booster yesterday and the two-year-old will be getting vaxxed soon. Yeah, of course. That's what intelligent people do. Unlike Kyle. Come on now. All right. Thank you to Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Always a good time to have him on. My policy shop insurance, buyinsurancehere.com, 616-914-4070. If you are without medical insurance right now, I am talking to you. Take advantage of this. 616 Nine one four four zero seven zero. When I first started working on my own, and this message is geared towards people who are self-employed, 
between jobs or if their employer does not offer health insurance. When I started being entering the uh, self-employed world doing this show, um, I went to healthcare.gov. I got a uh, insurance policy that turned out to be, well, it wasn't the best, but I was covered. Uh, the cost of that was about 100 bucks a month for health insurance. I had a horrible deductible, but I was insured. In case it was a catastrophic issue, they'll be taken care of. Um, but it wasn't until I got with Frank when I kind of drilled down on the policy and was able to really come up with something outstanding. And Frank's expertise at mypolicyshop.com uh, is what allowed me to do that. I don't pay Frank anything. Neither will you. He is a licensed independent insurance slash agent and an expert in his field on uh, getting people insured through healthcare.gov and also a 100% expert uh, in getting people set up in the Medicare Advantage plan. The Medicare Advantage plan expert is Frank Fuss. So if you or someone you know or love is getting set to turn 65 or already is, introduce them to Frank. You can do that by going to buyinsurancehere.com, filling out the form, or just calling or text Frank anytime, 616-914-4070. Mention my name, please. If you're like, who is that guy again that Zane says can help me, and you're not sure, just reach out to me, and I will do a firsthand introduction uh, for you to Frank. Six, um, just reach out to me, eric at ericzaneshow.com. That's all you got to do. It's racing this weekend that I will be at. I can't wait to go. Berlin Raceway. Saturday, racing starts at 6.30. I will be there. Get your tickets online. They are just $12. 15 and under, free. Parking, free. Bring a cooler with your snacks and your soft drinks for the fam. And uh, beers are cheap and cold, just five bucks a pop. Hot dogs, three bucks. Concessions are really affordably priced. I love the fact that this is such amazing, affordable entertainment. The fact that if you didn't even get any of snacks there, like hot dogs or buy any beer, you can bring a family of whatever, you and the missus and all the kids, if they're under 15, for $24. And you are seeing some seriously great entertainment. I love the spectacle of racing at Berlin Raceway. Tickets available, berlinraceway.com. Very, very fun. I will see you there at Berlin Raceway on Saturday. Kent County Health Department, accesskent.com slash health. We're talking the WIC program, immunizations, and personal health services june is hiv awareness month if you or someone you know or love may have been exposed to someone with the hiv it is a really good idea to get tested you might be like ah no not me just go get tested okay do what i just told you to do accesskent.com health click on personal health services scroll down and all that's free Okay, I know this is a weird thing to talk about, but it's perfect time of the year to talk about because it is HIV Awareness Month. So if you hear of someone that may have been exposed, that's what you do. Got to get tested. The quicker you get tested, the quicker you can get to your physician. And uh, that information is passed. And then you can be on the road to uh, the right type of medicines to keep you safe. 
uh, HIV, AIDS, no longer a death sentence in this country or in the world. All right. Accesskent.com slash health. Um, I got to pee. I have to pee. Intermission. All right. Probably shouldn't do this. But I'm going to do it anyway. Rick from TC Paintball. Calling your ass. I don't think anybody dies from COVID anymore these days. No, it's not true. Uh-oh. I reached Rick with TC Oh, no, boy. That was probably a bad idea. I woke him up. Trying to recover. Uh, all right. Bad day if you're a fan of the Baltimore Ravens. Jalen Ferguson uh, had been with the team for a few years. When this guy was in college, Jalen Ferguson was the absolute shit. He played um, uh, college football at Louisiana Tech. And in 36 college football games, he sacked the quarterback 45 times in four seasons with Louisiana Tech. An all-time record. In the pros, not nearly the success. Doesn't matter. Still uh, four and a half sacks in his first three seasons and a solid uh, run defender and a special teams contributor for the Baltimore Ravens. He is dead. 26 years old. Now, first thing I think of is uh, suicide when I hear a young person dying. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's always something fucked up. Remember the story of the, uh, the guy from the Pittsburgh Steelers Dwayne Haskins earlier this year who um, he was like a third string quarterback. He's a great quarterback at Ohio state. Um, He was walking down the road, trying to cross the freeway and he was shit face drunk holding the gas can. A chick was in the car, not his wife passed out. And he got greased by two vehicles. It's always something. Um, At first they were saying, we don't have uh, any, he just died of natural causes. That is not true. In fact, um, the family and the football team is uh, not saying anything. However, First of all, it says neither the team nor Ferguson's agent offered any details surrounding Ferguson's death. But Justin Fenton of the Baltimore Banner reported that the death is a suspected overdose based on items found at the scene. Fenton wrote that the police are not ruling anything out and are considering the possibility that it could be an overdose per an official spokesperson. Additional information was not immediately available, but the death investigation has been referred to the office of the chief medical examiner. 
Police responded to reports of a, quote, questionable death at a home in northern Baltimore on the night of June 21, where they found an unresponsive Ferguson. I'd want to know where that call came from. I mean, no doubt it was someone who was with him, right? And then either, hey, you better get a crew over here and then left. Who knows? I'm just, that's just me speculating. 26-year-old received treatment from medics but never regained consciousness, was pronounced dead on the scene. Third-round draft pick by the Ravens. The Ravens posted the uh, statement, we are profoundly saddened by the tragic passing of Jalen Ferguson. He was a kind, respectful young man with a big smile and infectious personality. We express our heartfelt condolences to Jalen's family and friends as we mourn a life lost much too soon. Uh, Ferguson's teammates posted, uh, you know, the usual star quarterback, Lamar Jackson and offensive guard, Ben Cleveland reacted to the news of Ferguson's passing on, on Twitter. And, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of sad folks in Baltimore. So that was, that was how the day started. And then on the back half of the day, the announcement that, um, Tony Saragusa dropped dead at 55. Now, this guy had a terrific career. And one of the most, uh, he had a, a football uh, body of that, of like a 1958 football player. Look at him. That is, that is, that is so not prototypical of a successful football player. You know, that that's old school football player. Um, yeah, I, I guess he not really sure exactly the cause of death. Maybe it says it here. I thought it was something to do with his heart. Sad day to be a Raven. I must say, said uh, former running back Jamal Lewis. Uh, actually it says a uh, cause of death yet to be revealed. Six foot three, 340 pound defensive tackle. Initially broke into the NFL with the Indianapolis Colts um, and was a force with them. And then his skills weren't as strong with the Ravens, but still led that defense. That was a great Ravens defense that won the uh, Super Bowl back then. There was only like two or three teams in that year that got more than 20 points against them. And he was a big reason for that. Um, um, what do you call it? With uh, Ray Lewis, that, that murderer. But my God, yeah, two big deaths in a day. Rob sent it along. He wrote, subject line, Rob G, and uh, Blue State Rob in Jersey, wrote, dead fat man. And then he wrote, football version of Kenny. And now he's dead. And then he writes, this made me sad. Saragusa was so fat that his face, his head looked like it didn't fit in that helmet. Look at that. It's like busting out of the, the like, like the, the helmet looks too small. His face and head are so fat inside of that bucket that it doesn't look normal. It looks like if some morbidly obese fat fuck 
uh, uh, put on a helmet and got in some pads. Uh, it looks like an extra in the film, The Longest Yard. Remarkable. Uh, his dad had died at 48 years old, Tony Saragusa, and he said that he oftentimes worried about what is going to happen to him. It's like, well, you know, maybe, uh, but there is something you can you can do about that, you know. His head deforms like a stress ball and fills the helmet, says Chris. Remember when that guy called BBL on Sudden Death Podcast and wanted someone else? Uh, what did Kenny say? What did you say? Remember when that guy called BBL on Sudden Death Podcast and wanted someone else and eventually was talking to Eric? Oh, my God. <laughs> when they're talking to Eric, he goes, Oh, I just made that sound. <laughs> oh, sorry, Kenny. Chris writes, Eric, checked your mail for celestial excitement topic. I think I know what this is about. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it. I got it down on my list of things to talk about, Chris. Dude, this is insane. I'm so glad you brought that up because I want to get into that. Yeah, rest in peace, Tony, and to uh, Jalen Ferguson. And if Jalen Ferguson, God, isn't that a shame, though? I mean, for, uh, uh, what do you call it? Saragusa, sudden heart attack. But if it is an overdose for Ferguson of whatever it is you take, I don't know. God. Fucking A. Very, very sad. <clears throat> All right. Let's get into celestial excitement. Uh, tomorrow morning, about an hour before sunrise, if you are willing to wake up, you will see... With the naked eye, five planets in a row. The parade of planets in order to their proximity to the sun. This does not happen often. It won't happen again till like 2040. So Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. I'm pretty sure the moon will be in this too. A crescent moon will be between either Mars and Jupiter, or maybe Jupiter and, or Saturn. I'm not sure which one. But so that is fucking sweet. My God. That is awesome. Asshole Kenny writes five or six because the moon is going to be right in line with them too. Is the moon the planet or is the moon the moon? Is the moon a planet or is the moon a... Okay, so... Anything that orbits the Earth is a, could be a moon, but the moon is a rocky entity similar to, like, the Earth. So, yes, it's a planet. It's both. Hard to believe that that comment that I made has been able to last that long. Stevie says the moon is the moon. Correct. It is also a planet. Am I making that up? Is the moon a planet? 
Is the moon a planet too? Hold on. No, no moon. Wait, moon is not a planet, but it, oh no, but it functions as a planet. Moon is a natural satellite. Well, wait a minute here. So it's not a planet? Moon is the Earth. The moon is the Earth's only natural satellite. Okay. Let me hold on. Larger than any known dwarf planet, the moon is a planetary mass object that formed a differentiated rocky body, making it a satellite planet. There you go. Under the geophysical definitions of the term. It's a planet. It says it right there. It's a satellite planet. So it's both. Okay. It is both. Getting all sorts of insults about this. Warren Public School strikes again. No, Tyler, it's not a planetoid. A planetoid is super small. The moon isn't that small. It's definitely a planet. <laughs> you idiots. Come on. Well, anyway, you see, you got me off on a tangent. I didn't want to do that. Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn have been aligning uh, have been aligning in order this month for the first time in 18 years this week. We'll offer the peak viewing time to see the planet parade. You will not need a telescope to see this rare grouping of planets as they will be visible to the naked eye. It might still be difficult to see Mercury, the one furthest to the left, however, because of how, however, because of how dim it appears. Uh, brightest tomorrow morning. The waning crescent moon will join the lineup. The moon will appear actually between Venus and Mars. That is sweet. In uh, what portion of the sky? Well, I guess where the moon is. Shouldn't be too hard. Parade of planets hasn't been seen from Earth since 04. Won't happen again until 2040. Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn will still be visible for most mornings in July, but the group of planets will spread out farther and farther as the month goes on. Uh, hour before sunrise. What time is sunrise? There's no way I can do this. Hudsonville, Michigan, sunrise. 6.06 a.m. Friday. That's asking a lot. 5.06 a.m. You know, knowing my luck, though, the, one of these fucking houses is going to be in the way of it. I'm going to have to get on the ladder or something, which I obviously have some experience doing nowadays. Good luck in your, in your viewing of our... Um, Solar system, celestial excitement. Frankly, I, I don't get that excited about celestial excitement that is close to us. All right. 
Celestial excitement brought to you by MB Distributing. That is correct. Tyler, you are right. Will we have clear skies or will it be overcast? I think you're good. I think it's going to be just fine. Um, if it's close to us like this, I'm more of a beyond the galaxy, beyond, you know, outer reaches of the universe. Um, I'm most impressed with the size, uh, of the universe and how it keeps expanding. That is what gets me the observable universe. We, we only look at, uh, there, there's so much more that we don't know. Uh, space-time continuum, uh, interplanetary travel, wormholes, things like that, physics, astrophysics. Those are the things, the imponderables, that get me excited. This type of uh, a close proximity solar system bullshit, no. Doesn't, doesn't really move the meter for me. 5 a.m. Friday, clear skies, 61 degrees. Thank you for the story suggestions. If you ever want to help out on the show, send me a story suggestion. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. I've got t-shirts available for sale. Ericzaneshow.com. Go to the website uh, and uh, and check them out. I would love you to be wearing an Eric Zane Show podcast t-shirt. Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the show. Get a hold of them, 616-200-8550, or send them an email, info at bluefrostit.com. If your company is small or medium-sized, like take, for example, my friends at Dumpster Divers. Um, If they ever have an issue with their tech, not so much like what happened today with uh, the Wi-Fi. I'm talking about, like, computer meltdown, You've got to upgrade your tech. Your stuff is, your shit is old. You need better equipment. Um, sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation with Blue, Blue Frost IT about what it takes to get up and running to upgrade your tech. That's what you need to do. And they will help you every step of the way. Now, if you work for a big company that already has an IT support team, Well, listen to this. They are a hardware, software, and licensing vendor. So, you know, a company may not need Blue Frost IT's tech support uh, because they have their own staff. They can still offer quotes for hardware, software, and licensing and be a resource for them. So, if you want to save money and you're uh, associated with the tech team at your large company, remember Blue Frost IT as uh, being a hardware, software, and licensing vendor, you will get what you need cheaper. I can promise you that. 616-285-50 for Blue Frost IT. You got comedy this weekend, Full House Comedy, online at fullhousecomedy.com. Bobcat, Bobcat Goldthway is in town. Uh, that and some other comedy shows as well. One of the several Full House Comedy venues. Fullhousecomedy.com if you want to get, go see something fun. Okay, I want to share with you um, a story about uh, this guy running for political office. And uh, he's really, really uh, 
drilling down on the whole uh, Patriot thing. First of all, let me just show you the the ad. Um, let's see. Eric Greitens, G-R-E-I-T-E-N-S. Uh, former military dude, and this is his ad that has everybody on the left pissed off. Kenny says, Eric Zane Show t-shirts were $22 on sale now for just 14 for the next 17 hours. Thank you, Kenny. Yeah, the people that make the shirts, they, they do those sales, and it's like, here you go. You're selling your stuff cheaper today. So I probably get like 10 cents a t-shirt. But yeah, that's a great... Uh, that's a great deal. Thank you, Kenny. Anyway, uh, this guy is, oh my God, is this dude. He is so drilling down on the, let's take out the Republicans in name only. That's a term called rhino, Republicans in name only. Uh, name only. You see the Patriot types, the MAGA dudes, um, that those Republicans have kind of branched off and they're now taking aim to um, take the rhinos spots that people that they call Republicans in name only. And in my opinion, the rhinos are the ones that are the only acceptable ones in the party. The rhinos are the ones you want. You don't want these uh, uh, sick fucks like this Greitens in there. But I'm going to give this guy some serious points here. Because this is a great ad. It is what it is. You know, he's he's a piece of shit. But if you're going to be a piece of shit, you, you got to, and, and metaphorically, kick down the door, which is what this, this piece of shit uh, does in this ad. Here you go. I'm Eric Greitens, Navy SEAL. And today, we're going right. Listen to that ominous music as he starts this thing out. Holy shit, he's got a shotgun in his hand. He's armed to the teeth. I'm Eric Greitens, Navy SEAL, and today we're going rhino hunting. The rhino feeds on corruption and is marked by the stripes of cowardice. Okay, he's outside of a home being dramatic. He's got a bunch of dudes in tactical gear getting ready to bust in a door. Something that did not happen in Uvalde. Join the MAGA crew. Get a rhino hunting permit. There's no bagging limit, no tagging limit, and it does Join the MAGA crew? What the fuck? Join the MAGA crew. Get a rhino hunting permit. There's no bagging limit, no tagging limit, and it doesn't expire until we save our country. Yes. Okay. Get yours today at this. I, I you know, whatever. No bagging, no you get the hunting permit, you pay for that. Uh, I'm not sure what he's running for or where. I'll get to that. But, okay. He's running for Senate, but I'm not sure what state out of. Um, but this is excellent. Um, that's great marketing in my part because now um, all the media is jumping on board. And they're, you know, admonishing and, and talking about how terrible this is. 
An explosive political ad catching new heat this morning. Republican Senate candidate Eric Greitens, flanked by a team dressed in tactical gear, all armed with guns, storming a home, saying in the ad they're hunting rhinos or Republicans in name only, a derogatory term for GOP members seen as not loyal enough to the party. No bagging limit, no tagging limit, Greitens says, asking people to get a rhino hunting permit. Critics immediately slamming the ad as a call to violence. Texas Democrat Joaquin Castro describing it as sociopathic. Warning, friends, <laughs> you're going to get someone killed. Oh, come on. No, he's not. Give me a break. A conservative commentator <clears throat> calling it a dumb, dangerous troll. Facebook taking down the video, which has not aired on TV, only posted online. Twitter leaving. Look, this is brilliant by Greitens. You spend $100 to make this ad, and you just throw it out there, and you, you don't need any budget. The world is going to show it for you. Look at this. This is fucking brilliant on this guy's part. Giving it up in the public interest, it said, but with a warning, it violated the company's abusive behavior policy. Greitens campaign manager in a statement to NBC News says those who have an issue with the video and the metaphor are either lying or dumb. We believe big tech and its oligarchs are both. Oh, tweeting and touting a news story about the controversy. We have announced a great wake up call. The candidate in a crowded conservative field in Missouri, courting the endorsement of former President Trump. Greitens has faced calls to drop out over domestic violence accusations. Oh, wow. His ex-wife saying he physically abused their child, which oh. he denies. He served. There's nothing wrong with that. Missouri's governor, but resigned in 2018 after allegations against him of sexual abuse and blackmail and criminal charges that were later dropped. His new video coming at a time of increasing concern over political violence in general. With the January 6th attack back in the headlines during this month's hearings about it on Capitol Hill, lawmakers reporting death threats in the months since the insurrection, including Republican Adam Kinzinger, sharing an anonymous letter he received threatening to execute him his wife, and his infant son. There is violence in the future, I'm going to tell you. And until we get a grip on telling people the truth, we can't expect any differently. Some of Eric Wrighton's Republican primary opponents are criticizing him, with one calling the ad completely irresponsible. Democrats are casting this as a political issue with national implications. Congressman Eric Swalwell, for example. He should do a follow-up one where he's like shooting at black guys, because that's what the people who would vote for him would want him to be doing. He's really got to hamp it up. Blaming Republican leaders Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy for failing to confront and condemn, in his words, MAGA radicals. Craig? Our senior Washington correspondent, Hallie Jackson there. Hallie, thank you. Wow. Um, you know, if you are this dude, this uh, Greitens guy, you, you got to be all in. All right? You know, no, he's not going to win. Okay, but there's going to be a lot of people who love this. And that is a little bit scary, but that is the world that we live in. There are people that are going to see that and say, yes, no matter what this guy does, I am going to vote for him. Uh, not all of them, but that's, you know what, actually, that's actually a bigger party, I think, for the uh, bigger problem for the Republican Party is because of the uh, fracturing of the whole party there is it's like there's there's three parties uh vying for seats you have democrats you have republicans and then you have maga 
MAGA, in, I think, could be its own party. And it's going to take years until uh, this is not a thing. Uh, Aram says, isn't that encouraging violence? Absolutely. That's what they like. These people want that. Okay. He'll probably win. And, you know, that's a little bit alarming. He'll probably win. And and I think that that is a uh, really, really strange thing. What a fucking world we live in. Jesus. All right. Um, I'm going to save this. Uh, I got a couple of things I've got going on the uh, Patreon that I just cannot wait to share with you. Um, the uh, dude who... Um, had a pet alligator. This guy right here, Josh Applebaum. I talked about him on yesterday's Patreon. He was driving through some community in Michigan and he was, the cops tried to pull him over for speeding. And he said, no way you're not going to get me coppers and took off. And for no good reason. Well, chase ended and he got arrested. He had with him a one-year-old alligator. It was his pet. And then the cops, they had to like uh, uh, have someone watch the alligator while he's taken to jail. Well, now he wants the alligator back. And uh, there was some drama involved with him trying to get it back. And um, so I tried to get him on the show. I failed. However, he did give me his phone number, and I want to talk to the guy now. Now, I also talked to the place off of the podcast that is watching the alligator. It's an uh, animal rescue facility, and I talked to the lady who is in the news story, and she, uh, I said, hey, I want you on with Josh. You guys can duke this out on the show. She goes, I don't want to do that. I go, he's, she, uh, she says, he's fucking crazy, um, and you should be careful talking to him. I'm like, well, yeah. And she goes, oh, yeah, he believes that that is his child and he is going to make a crocodile utopia in a residence. He doesn't want the thing out in the wild. He says when the crocodile, she says that he said when that crocodile is eight or nine feet long, she says that he said it will be a like a lap dog to him. Now, we all know because we're not idiots like Josh that that's not going to happen. And he is going to get eaten. But Josh left me his phone number. So I am going to reach out to this lunatic on the Patreon with a little luck. And if he picks up, he, he gave me his number himself. He will be part of the festivities on today's Patreon. Uh, it says in the headline, local dope loses lover slash pet alligator after police chase. Actually, let me do this. I'm not going to, uh, I'm going to save, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to, um, uh, put the phone call on the free Try podcast. This that will be a thing technique tonight uh, to for the Patreon, but I do want to share with you the story so you can see just how crazy, uh, this dude is. Chase in Lake County deputies found an alligator riding shotgun. And now the gator's owner is fighting to get Karen back from an animal rescue. Karen. Michael Martin is live in studio after hearing from both sides. Michael? 
Josh, Janice, Joshua Applebaum, you can see him there, purchased Karen the alligator as a hatchling about 13 months ago. The pair were active on TikTok and even amassed over a million likes on the platform. TikTok famous. He's facing some charges stemming from that police pursuit they were involved in. He says he gives Karen a safe space to live, but the animal rescue currently holding her says that's not the case. By the way, he's homeless right now. You grab right behind his head. Saturday, June 11th, a traffic stop for speeding in Lake County turns into a short chase. I panicked. I don't want to lose what's everything to me, obviously, so I didn't stop. If everything to you is a one-year-old alligator... Things aren't so great for you. Eventually, the driver, 40-year-old Josh Applebaum, got his vehicle stuck near some trees. He was arrested and taken into police custody along with his passenger, Karen the Alligator. Me and Karen were out driving around trying to find a place to live or just, just post up essentially. See, Josh bought Karen from a breeder in Roseville a little over a year ago when she was just a hatchling. I laid down on a couple blankets and just watched her. I eventually fell asleep and when I woke up, she was underneath me like this as a pillow. He calls her his companion animal, oh, no. functioning as his emotional oh, boy. support. Ever since that day, here, she has slept with me every single night. Oh, boy. Though uh, okay. unconventional, he says they formed a tight bond. Now, the thing, uh, a gator has to be in a um, appropriate um, enclosure or out in the wild. When he lost the gator... After he got pulled over and he went to get her back, um, there was some problems. They won't give it back to him because he can't prove that it is going to be in a safe environment. He doesn't even have a fucking home. So the thing stays in his car. And the lady is concerned about the uh, A, the welfare, well, both A and B, the welfare of the animal and the eventual eventual welfare of the public when this thing grows up and wants to eat this, you know, people. So he ended up getting pissed off at the lady who runs the animal sanctuary uh, up north. Karen, come here, baby. Girl. They shared videos like this on TikTok and raked up over a million likes. You got three minutes to eat this girl. She's sleeping. Lambo's carrying me. I'm the, she's the one that's driving. The old lazy river. I treat her like a child. She does not leave my side for oh. anything. I take her everywhere. The oh, yeah. This guy is, this guy's fucked up. Bulbom was arrested. Police called April Chikelli. That's the lady I talked to yesterday. At Second Chance Rescue and Exotics in Lake City, asking if they would take Karen in. Well, we get a phone call from the police department in Baldwin needing us to pick up an alligator. We take in rescues from situations like this where animals are involved with a police situation or 
all home eviction and left behind. April says they typically work with the original owners of animals they take in, but their bottom line ethos. At our facility, our mission is to do what's best for every animal that comes through our gates. There has been tense back and forth on TikTok. April saying he's been aggressive. Josh saying that she was sharing untrue information about him. Eventually, he went to the Lake City Rescue with his mother. He ended up showing up unannounced and walked right into our facility, came up to me and started showing aggressive behavior instantly. Applebaum disagrees. That's the same story she told me off the air, that he was immediately an asshole. Saying he wasn't aggressive, but said he was fine waiting for police to oversee the situation. They notified us that it's 100% up to us if we wanted to hand it over. At that time, um, out of respect for our local police officers as well as the state police, uh, we did give him the opportunity to identify Karen and take her home. There's two alligators in the pond, and then there's another one in the pond. Karen so three. Karen's against a fence, but I'm looking at her feet. And she's got two different tags on it. April says Josh was unable to properly identify Karen. And then they just say, okay, time's up. And I was like, oh my God, really? While there are no state laws barring people from owning pet alligators in Michigan, there was a local ordinance against it where Josh's previous home was located. Oakland County. Where Karen's room was set up. But he says his main focus now is finding a place the two can live safely together. I have not seen her in about a week. Um, and she's probably devastated as well, just confused at what's going on. April says she's worried about what kind of environment Karen would be going home to. So releasing it and allowing that risk to happen, our facility wouldn't be doing what we built our facility up to do. So we have to put the animals in press first, no matter how much controversy we get from it, no much how much hate mail we get. Josh has accused April of using the gator to build followers on TikTok. Her TikTok days are over because she was TikTok famous for all the wrong reasons. He says he'll do whatever it takes to get his beloved gator back. She's very calm and loves to be held. And now she's just in a friggin enclosure outside if we end up in a civil case over it at least we're we know we're doing everything we possibly can to make sure that she's getting what she needs and josh tells me that he hopes to find a place he and karen can live together safely as she continues to grow while he hopes to avoid fighting over the matter in court both he and april owner of the rescue tell me they're willing to take the disagreement in front of a judge if it's necessary for now live in the studio michael martin fox 17 news michael martin might be the dullest person i have ever heard in the history of the news industry uh well first of all this guy's fucked up uh this thing is going to grow into an absolute dinosaur eight nine feet long um I can't wait to get more from him. We will discuss this further, God willing, on the Patreon. Cole writes, TikTok famous, a.k.a. not famous. All right. Yeah, this guy loves the gator. Uh, uh, the, the chick from the animal rescue, she goes, be careful with him. He is, he's, he's out there. 
So we, we, I've had enough trouble. I don't need any more for crying out loud. Um, also, I need to talk about this insurance company on the uh, Patreon. Oh boy. Um, that works. They're like the type of people they're an independent, um, I guess similar in definition to what Frank Fuss does, except Frank's not a racist scumbag. This insurance company in some community in Maine put a sign on their door saying we're closed. It was the Juneteenth thing. Well, oh boy. What they did, what they wrote on the sign was so horrendous that I think it's, I mean, they're being canceled right now by the world. And this is one of those examples where cancel culture is perfect as it is. There are some that just deserve to be canceled. This is one of those. And they are. I'm pretty sure the people who own this company are going to be uh, out of business and destitute and broke, and they absolutely deserve it. It's it's ideal. That all coming up on the Patreon. Uh, but that's it. That's my time today. Sorry on the late start. Went a little late to make up for it. So, uh, yeah, it's all good. Yesterday's asshole of the day was Bill Cosby. Today's asshole of the day, as always, is brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. Hmm. Who could your asshole of the day be? Uh... Your asshole of the day. I don't even know his real name. I mean, I don't know his first name. All I know his last name is Greitens. Rhino hunting Senate candidate is your asshole of the day. Because all MAGA scum are assholes. And that's the end of it. Thank you to TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. For supporting the asshole of the day on the Eric Zane show podcast, which is now done till next time, folks, you've all been a fantastic audience. Once again, I don't know if you had a chance to check out the bigot bunker most recently, but wow. Full on bigotry on display on last night's evening edition of the Bigot Bunker. Bigot show, bigot audience, the Bigot Bunker. Wow, what a bunch, what a bunch. You got to check it out. You got to check it out. All right. Until next time, folks. Thank you. Bye-bye. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.